Yo, yo, how's it going? And this is episode number seven of the Spicy Time podcast. Uh, name change still pending, by the way, like I addressed in episode six. But um, how's everyone doing today? Uh, today is my mom's 43rd birthday today. And, uh, you know, for some of you who don't know, um, my mom passed away 14 years ago. And um, I figured I said I'd hop on and today and record an episode and drop an episode on her birthday today but uh yeah no um today's topic is uh kind of a a a, a old story that some of you may know personally ever i never really talked about this i mean i talked about it sometimes on social media but not as much but um i'm gonna be talking about my time working with the apartment company lakeside commons uh so let's get right into it so um Basically, uh, so so before I start, I want to sit here and say, like, uh, I used to work at Lakeside Commons from, I believe, June 3rd of 2019 to about January, I want to say, 15th of 2020. So that's we got a good duration of time here that has gone past Um, all the elements in this episode. uh, I'm going to keep it real. But um, at the end of the day, I don't care. You know, a lot of fucked up shit has happened here. Uh, it still continues to happen. But um, yeah, I'm going to give you my honest my honest opinion about a lot of things that happened here. And I want people to take this as information to, you know, if you know someone that wants to live here or, you know, someone that's like, oh, like, you know, trying to get a job here. Um it's your decision. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, no, don't do this. Don't do that. That's not my style. Um, you know, money is money at the end of the day, but it's also, you got to care about how you're making that money and what you're doing. Is it worth, is it really worth that money? You know? So, um, so yeah, so I started working at Lakeside Commons about, like I said, June 3rd, uh, after the spring 19th semester. So um, I started working here as a community assistant. So when I was learning about Lakeside Commons and, you know, I was interested in living there, I signed a lease and um, I was going to live there. So I heard about they had like a community assistant position. So I was like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Like I looked at it and I'm like, it's a new job field. You know, I just got off of doing like being an RA at my old school. And I was like, I kind of wanted to stay in that field for a little bit before I progressed in more into my photography and film stuff. Um, this is all just like building stuff. Like, you know, if you know me, you know that I'm someone that likes to be a jack of all trades and have a whole bunch of skill sets that I can use for the future and whatnot. So, um, I figured I had the experience of dealing with residents and the way how the job was explained to me, I thought it would be like kind of like an RA position, but not to what an RA really does, you know, the write-ups, the knocking on people's doors, the turning the music down and shit like that. Like, no, nah, it's a department complex and anything, but at the end of the day, just being someone who the residents can um, reach out to if there's any issues or they have any questions, yada, yada, yada. So uh, I get here and, you know, we, it's three, it's three guys. It's three guys. Also, I will refrain from naming anyone, uh, for legal purposes like i said i don't give a fuck but um again the people who the cas who i worked with i have no problem with 
it's more of the managerial staff um, and specifically how one person kind of operates this place. It's very fucking childish. Um, but yeah, it's it's just more direct, focused on the managerial stuff. Again, I don't have any beef or any problems with any of the uh, CA staff, community staff that I worked with. Um, they're all good people. I wish them nothing but the best of luck in their careers and whatnot. Um, but uh, yeah, and a few other people. But yeah, I have no gripe with them at all. Um, I wouldn't say we were friends. You know, I don't I don't come I don't get a job just to make friends with people. I come here to make money. And then they, you know, they're just acquaintances, you know, people who I, I say hi, bye and happy holidays and move on. And we share some jokes and laughs in here and there, yada, yada, yada. Um, so I'll give you a little insight. So some of you, some of you who don't know, some of you may know, I'm someone who does not take bullshit from anyone. I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you hold some type of title of me. You can go eat a dick. I don't care. But I respect your position if you respect me at the end of the day. Respect goes both ways. And it's sad to say that a lot of people do not understand that at all. Um, so, you know, basically, so I start working here in June of 2019. And uh, it was everything was cool, you know everything was cool. It was fine. I was learning a new job. I was interested and I was like, you know, I was hungry and I was trying to figure out how to do this job the best way I can. So I get here and it's, 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 it's me and two other guys and whatnot. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, this is like, this is it. Like, this is the staff. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, so learning the job, I find out like, you know, it's not really like an RA job. It's more of like a salesperson and, you know, because you got to sell leases and the goal is to, contact clients or contact, uh, future, uh, future residents or, uh, Ooh, uh, I'll disregard that email for a second, but, uh, back to the story. So yeah, you know, just kind of learning how to, you know, to get people to come in, you know, people who are interested in living here, get, get them in, get them a tour, show them the place and then talk to them and trying to like to persuade them that this is the place that they want to live and that there's some of the parents that want to send their students here and yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, this place for them, if you don't know, this place is called Excitecomet. It's a student housing uh, complex that's on the outskirts of SUNY Oswego. It, it is a off-campus housing option for students other than PLS and um, PLS and the regular housing, uh, you know, properties that's in Oswego. So it's more on the luxury side. I wouldn't say luxury, but we'll get, we'll, I'll tell you guys what luxury is or what's the luxury being offered here. Um, but yeah, so moving on. So basically you learn the job. So I started noticing a little things here and there, but you know, that's just me. I like to notice everything down to the minute detail. So, um, the first thing I notice is how things are just kind of unorganized here. It's all over the place. And um, no, I'm not even gonna say that. Actually, no. The first thing I learned was the training. Training. Now, this is something that I've been preaching because someone who has been a manager before. Training goes a long way and it should be done correctly. Now, again, I have no beef with the people who worked here before me, who worked here after me and worked here with me during the same time. I have no beef, but at the end of the day, training you, the manager put two guys to train us who were on the way out, who just didn't give a fuck. And that seems to happen a lot during a lot of jobs 
where the people who you ask to train the new hires kind of just don't give a fuck. And you know what I mean? And I don't want to make this episode more of a complaining. It's kind of giving you more of awareness of what what goes down and play in the place like this. What really happened, what goes down and yada, yada, yada. So, um, but if you want to take it how it is, and also if you're listening to this podcast, Lakeside Commons, um, sup, <laughs> like, sup, like, I want all the smoke. Um, yeah, it is what it is. If you got something to say to me, say it. Cause like, I'm kind of tired of the bullshit that goes on here, but, um, moving on from that, I'm trying to keep this peaceful as possible, but we all know how that goes. So you kind of just put people in a situation where, you know, and now here's the thing, here's the thing. The two guys who trained us were good at the job. They were hustlers. You know what I mean? They got, they got leases, they got numbers, which was dope. You know what I mean? Which was great. But then here's how the problem persists with, you know, here's the problem. Here's how the problem adds up now is that because the staff that you had before you hired this staff was so dynamic and so great you wanted to basically push this new CA staff to get those standards now, which is 100% understandable and it's okay. But the thing that you shouldn't do is start to compare them together. You know, obviously we're never gonna be that group of people that did this for you, but you know, we can try. So um, I made little jokes to myself about being like the only black guy that works there. I took myself, I never put that out to anyone else to make that situation awkward or to make any of the situations that led up to this, to what happened, awkward at all. I kept a lot of the jokes to myself. Um, another thing that I ended up noticing was kind of the dynamic relationship between me and the property manager and how, how she acted with me towards the other two. Now, I'm someone who doesn't, I noticed favoritism. I don't speak on it because at the end of the day, I know what I'm here for and I know what other people are here for. I'm here to make money. That's all I'm here for. You understand what I'm saying? When you go to job and you're dedicated to that job. Now, I'm not dedicated to this type of field work. It's just a job for me. I understand this is someone's people's careers and their career livelihood and yada, 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 whatever. And we're going to get into this whole career thing with Lakeside Commons because the person who I'm talking about theoretically only used us for her advantage to get into a higher spot. That's now it happens, but the way how things went was a bit problematic for me. So we're going to talk on that. But so looking at how everything went and blah, 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 I noticed that, you know, I wasn't the popular person there. I kept to myself. I tried to understand the job. I did my own things, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So while the other two were getting the training to do tours and engage with people and whatnot, I was sitting there making fucking pamphlets for the move-ins. You know, so like when you think about it, that kind of puts me... Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that I didn't get training to sit here and help people and, you know, and sell leases and whatnot. I did get that training, but it was, I felt like it was after these two got the, you know, so I felt like I was at a bit of a disadvantage. Again, here's my problem. I didn't say anything. I didn't speak up because I looked at the situation and I was like, yo, like I'm the only like black guy here. Now I don't like to make things racial, 
but these are the these are the things that I had to work with at the time. So I was like, you know what? I kept I kept my comments to myself. I was like, I right, I'm just gonna suck it up. I was gonna work ten times hard. So when the nights we would get off of work, I would take my little notes that I took down during the day, and I would sit there and study my notes and try to make myself a better person to make my better like a better CA. So I don't get cut for something stupid for negligent for not doing my job. So. As time gone, we trained and, you know, we, we laughed and joked and blah, blah, blah. And I start to get to know the company a little more and start to, you know, understand what really goes on here and whatnot. Um, came the other big, big, really big fucking problem. Not for me, really, but for the person involved. And she's a sweetheart and I have nothing against her and I wish her nothing but the best of luck. And I hope she's doing well during this time. Um, but yeah, so... There's to understand the structure of what happened, what, what, what went at Lakeside Commons was it was just the general manager or like the property manager, and then there was the maintenance team, and then there was the CAs, right? So we were under the general, so any directive or derivative that we would get for work stuff would be from the general manager and then the CAs would have to delegate that. So if we needed something fixed in an apartment building, we would have to delegate that to the maintenance staff. Now, personally, me, like it, it was kind of like we were in charge of the maintenance team. Now, now, that personally, I didn't feel OK with, but I also didn't complain. You know what I mean? It was it felt weird to tell someone like, yo, hey, I need you to go clean this up. It had been like it should have been kind of like the other way around. But, cause, you know, we're, we're just like a lower tier to them what the maintenance team guys. But, hey, this is their job and this is what they get paid for. And I'll address on how things went with the maintenance team. Again, like I said, I have no beef <laughs> with any of these people that I'm mentioning, except for like one person. <laughs> and um, so, but yeah, so in, in this situation that, or maybe I had beef with other person, but over time I realized is that it, there wasn't, it wasn't really an issue. And I, at least I think it wasn't an issue with me and this person. We just got off on the wrong foot in the beginning. And it just didn't help that our relationship kind of just was just negative towards each other majority of the time so moving forward with things and talking to parents and you know trying to reassure that like everything is gonna be fine here and whatnot um in this episode there's a lot this is gonna be a long episode and i'm kind of glad that i'm able to get this out because it's a lot it's i'm pretty sure this is gonna be i haven't uploaded a podcast episode that was longer than 30 minutes in a while i'm thinking this is gonna be an hour so uh shout out to the people who wanted more more time and something more so you can understand this so basically what ended up happening was lakeside commons decided to hire someone like an assistant assistant general manager right an agm so from my understanding of how business business structures go and managerial positions you want to get those managerial positions out there first and then start hiring like the community assistants, like the grunts to work the frontline stuff, you know? Cool, here's the big problem. The three of us knew more information than the person that was supposed to be our boss. So this is why I felt bad for her because in that situation, it was like she had to come to us to, to know how things were. So to look at that situation before we would you know, we would have to take orders and stuff like that. Not orders, but we would get, you know, we were under 
the the general manager's kind of time, she just pushed us off to the AGM and it was like, go ahead, go play. You know what I'm saying? It was no organization. There was no okay. I'm gonna ease you in. I'm gonna tra- I'm gonna transition you to basically do to work with them. So you should know more than that was the goal to have her, her be our boss and she was supposed to know more than us. But here's the thing. We had a three month advantage, a three month advantage over. So it was like, what the fuck? Like, it was like, okay, cool. So when it came down to things, and like I said, like my, me working there, I felt bad for her because like, yo, it was like, she didn't know what the fuck to do. She didn't really know what the position was. And I'm pretty sure she, she had an idea of what was going on, but it was like, how is someone supposed to, how are, how am I supposed to boss three guys you know, how am I supposed to boss three guys around when I don't know, when they know more than me, you know, and, and I just felt weird. So I just took a more of a, like a step back and I was like, yo, this is kind of crazy. So another problem that I had was the sense, the lack of responsibility of the general manager, really fucking terrible customer service. And we're going to get into that because, because how I got let go was something very fucking stupid and I want people's opinions on this because like I like again I haven't told everyone this story before I mean I've told people before but I haven't gone and made this aware like the whole full so I gave everyone a brief description of what happened so what initially ended up happening so what would happen is that you would get um an angry phone call from a parent uh, or, you know, basically trying to clean up the messes that may have happened with last year's leasing season. Um, the, ge- the general issue that I, I ran into over the phone calls was, um, I can no longer live there. I need to cancel my lease. Uh, or some type of situation happened, roommate issue or not. So roommate, roommate conflicts and, you know, that's, that's my person. That's my expertise because of being someone who was an RA. I had to do that. I was trained to handle title nines, be a mandated reporter, be a mandated reporter, title nine roommate conflicts. My job was to deescalate the situation and trying to find a calm understanding before I would have to, I mean, at the end of the day, I would have to notify the hall director, but I would have to go and try to de-escalate it. Cause like, what was the point of, if I couldn't de-escalate the situation, what was the point of being an RA if I couldn't do that? You know what I'm saying? Now, if the situation turned to a crazier point where a hall director needed to get involved, then, you know, I would make that call saying they were campus safety. I'm someone who, and I'm not trying to toot my horn here, but I'm someone who has dealt with multiple suicide attempts, rape cases, not rape like cases, but like incidents where students were sexually harassed or raped. So for this job to sit here and tell me that I am inadequate to handle customer service situation and resident relations well, I'm gonna get vulgar here, but suck my dick. Real shit. Like, are you dumb? Like there, I have a whole background of handling situations like this and you tell me I'm inadequate. Let's get into that real quick. First things first, we were not allowed. And again, like I understood when I understood this job was not like an R position, I was like, okay, cool. That's kind of a relief because I kind of didn't want to return to be an RA because I dealt so much of doing as being an RA. So I was like, okay, it's kind of relief. You know, it's kind of easy. I don't have to go door to door and be like, you know, can you turn the music down? Like, that's what I literally thought, like what was going to happen. And I was like, I don't know about this. I thought about like turning the job down or like quitting. So... 
I was like, okay, cool, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So we learned that, like, you know, if, if a resident came in the office and had a roommate conflict, the CAs were not allowed to, to like, delegate or de-escalate the conflict. We had to pass it on to the general manager. Okay, that's nice and all, but, like, you know, imagine doing that. One, imagine doing that, just passing the, the situation over and then informing the, the property manager about what was going on because they were trained in, like, de-escalation, you know, scenarios and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe, I don't believe a time in this, I don't believe anything. I don't believe that this lady who is the property manager went through uh, what we call BCDs as RAs. Uh, for some of our RA peeps out there, you know what BCDs are. Those basically real-life scenarios training you for real life shit you know what i mean like so if you had a student who was suicidal it would put you in that situation you didn't get you didn't get through ra training if you didn't pass bcds and bcds for those who don't know is behind closed doors it's basically uh like a simulation of what happens in these situations what what a big what what would you do and what are your what are your plans of action to help de-escalate the situation between a suicidal resident or a resident who has been sexually harassed or a high intense roommate conflict or, uh, you know, um, ACOD or, you know, alcohols and drugs in situation. So, you know, or like partying and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. So mind you, I've been an RA for what, two and a half years. I have the experience more than you apparently to how to handle the situation but i was never allowed or i was told i didn't know how to handle these situations correctly are you mod yan are you are you fucking mod like yo you're you're a bozo for that all right, all right whatever um like i said i'll try to slant stop slandering this person whatever blah, blah blah like i said i don't care about the legal shit but you can go eat a dick um so in that situation now it was like yo i'm sitting here and i'm like okay like that's kind of weird but here's the big problem behind that. When situations would like would like that happen, where like a resident had a conflict with an, with their roommate, yo, I could imagine like yo, I would have the password, and it would go nowhere, and the situation would just escalate to you know. Now I don't know if I could have a, like a fight ever broke out or it got violent or whatever and whatnot. But I, from my experience working here, I always I knew that situations never just ended peacefully. People here were having roommate conflicts and, you know, then they want to leave. You know what I mean? They want to leave. You know, I don't want to live here anymore. And but and don't get me wrong. I understand when it comes to signing a lease, same thing for like a car, uh, you know, uh, when you're signing any legal document that you're binded to, you have to fulfill that contract or you have to have a suitable replacement or a suitable reason to break that contract. And there's also fees sometimes when you break these contracts and whatnot. Um, I'll get into like the whole lease termination and relet situation that will go on at Lakeside Commons. It was fucking messy. To this day, it's still messy. Um, so moving on, it was kind of just like, it was just, it was just a lot of just like, I would say to me, a lot of malpractice, um, uh, malpractice was just going on. There was a lot of, to me, like, yo, everyone needed to hit the drawing board and like, look at and then i don't like i said i don't know how my co-workers felt about a lot of the things at the end of the day we were all here to get money but at the end of the day we're also i wouldn't even say that we're all it was kind of always directed at me somehow and i knew this i knew this for a fact and like i said like i'm not trying to play the victim i did my wrongs too i did my wrongs um but i'm not trying to play victim but a lot of the situation did turn out to have me be the victim 
in the situation. It's a perfect example. Um, every time we'll have like a staff meeting and we didn't make numbers, you know, you know, we would look at the other two coworkers and be like, oh, like, you know, it, she would never directly say it though, but she was like, listen, like this job, you know, it's not, if you're just here to this for the free rent and blah, 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 then you need to leave other than, you know, and it was, I always felt like she was always kind of talking to me that way, never to anyone else. Because when you look at the situation though, you look at the situation, like I said before, I always felt that it was, there was this awkward situation between me and her and it was never addressed. And even, even to my last day, it was never addressed. No, I did bring it up and it was immediately just scoffed off. It was immediately just pushed off to the side. Um, I always felt the relationship between me and her was just always off. And I, like I said, like, I'm not trying to kiss anybody's ass, dude. I'm sorry. Like now, if this was the film industry and I was working to, you know, cause this is what I want to do. Oh yeah. I, I'm, I'm out here. You want me to kiss your feet too? Like, yo, what the fuck? Like I'm, I'm trying to become, I'm trying to become a director. I got to do anything means necessary. You know what I'm saying? That's different. Cause that's the career that I want to be. This is a job. This is, I'm just here for a paycheck and it's something to put on a resume. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at everything and I'm just sitting here and I'm like, all right, cool. So again, I put my head down. I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. But here's the thing. I just, I, I didn't put my head down. I was defensive. I was, I didn't, like I said, I don't tolerate bullshit from anyone. And if you feel like I'm jumping from topic to topic for conversation to conversation, this is how it went. I'm telling you how it went. Everything, every day was just something fucking random. You know what I mean? And it was like, People were looking at me like, yo, like, why are you just paying it? Why are you giving us some light? And I was like, no, this needs to be given light because, like, it's just random as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, to this day, there's still a lot of things that are going on with this place that it's just, like, it's fucked up for people. Because people don't know what they're getting themselves into when they sign a lease to live here. It's almost damn near entrapment. It's fucking crazy. And um, I low-key really hope this place burns to the ground. I really do. Um... I, like I said before, I don't have any problem. I don't have any quarrels with the CAs that worked here and the AGM or the maintenance people. You know who it is, yada, 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 whatever. It is what it is. Um, so, yeah, it's like, okay, we're looking at everything and I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, you know, what? it's time to step the game up, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So now we're full speed ahead. Here comes the real big kicking the balls right so the summer of 2019 right uh we were supposed to have a cleaning service come and clean up the uh the apartments because everyone moved out you know it's it's turn it's turn now that's what they called it they called it turn and basically you know we got to get the the new units up so move-in was august 15th and it was august 1st right um some situation happened with the cleaner person and basically make a long story short she couldn't make it i never i never fully understood the whole situation about the whole cleaning thing and whatever yada 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 and stuff but um that uh uh, dude i'm getting all these emails now jesus christ but um you know it was like not everyone knows you know what turn is been turn is basically kind of flipping over the houses i feel like i just said that but i'm losing i get distracted really easy sorry but uh yeah so situation is now is that this person never showed up and never clean. So what we had to do is that we had to go house to house, building to building, and clean these fucking units, right? There's like what 320 beds here, 
yeah, crazy. Now, some of the people who lived here from the year before, who were still here, obviously, we wouldn't have to clean their rooms. But, you know, they were, they should have been responsible for a lot of this shit. People, August, it is August 14th, I believe. Yeah, it is August 14th now, and half of these fucking units are not clean still. Some of the shits are still fucking dirty, and, you know what I mean? It's just asinine to think that you're going to get three, because what was it, five people? Five people? It was me, the two other guys, the maintenance guys, and, uh, oh, yeah, the girls came and cleaned. Cleaned. Yeah, and I'm doing air quotations because cleaned. Um, you know, it was kind of just like, okay, yeah, you can just spot clean here and there, blah, blah, blah. Take pictures for Instagram. And yeah, we're cleaning. Yeah. And then they did. <laughs> and, you know, but hey, at the end of the day, niggas wasn't complaining because, yo, niggas was making money, bro. They were making money, bro. It was like, all right, yo, we're going to do this. We work in these like, what, 70 some hours. Yo, we're making fucking bank. You know what I'm saying? We're making fucking bank. Like we're making a lot of fucking money. I made a lot of money that summer. Prior to like my other engagements, I made from self-employment stuff. But yeah, you know, it was it was fucking money. So again, but I remember making a video, and if anyone ever wants to see that video of basically me on move like the day before moving day, literally confirming that half of these units are fucking dirty, and literally kind of foreseeing the future of how things how the next day how things were gonna go. Um yeah like yo i have that video basically like the units not being cleaned and me confirming that these units are not being cleaned um and you know i'm supposed to just like act like nothing happened or we're supposed to blame it on this situation yada 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 um so basically moving day happens the next day and we're just getting a shit ton of parents coming in oh there's rotten food in my fucking fridge uh, the baseboards are dirty, they're dusty, um, the fucking, uh, the garbage disposal smells like, you know, moldy food, there's moldy stuff in my fridge, and blase, blase, and I'm just sitting here like, damn, it's not like niggas did not just say that yesterday, like, some of these houses are not clean, but, you know, the show must go on, I guess, so, I'm just like, yo, but, you know, at the end of the day, who was getting blamed for that? The CAs of course um even though that was a big uh managerial fuck up i'm just saying um but hey it is what it is to each his own it happened that was a year ago it is what maybe you know maybe it happened maybe it'll happen again in you know in the 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 2020 year and i believe it did i'm not gonna say like i like i said like i didn't work here past january so i don't know but i remember there that they did have a cleaning service it was just two ladies and a minivan and they i just see them go from house to house sometimes whatever yada 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 and i can only imagine that they didn't get enough done and i believe this was to cut and save money and um nothing ever comes well skimping out on something it never and like i said i don't know what the turnout was because obviously it was covid covid is a big big issue obviously so I'm assuming there wasn't a lot of people coming in and be like, yo, this shit is dirty, yada, 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 and whatnot, and blase, blase. So I don't know. I really don't fucking know. Um, but I know for a fact that, like, this almost the same situation happened again this year. Um, but I can either confirm or deny that. I just I just witnessed a lot of it um, just looking out my window. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, you know they enlisted some residents to help i wasn't lifting a finger to help this place i like i said i this place deserves the burn 
it deserves to burn to the ground. It does. But, you know, the shitty appliances that are here will make sure of that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, let's get into, like, the whole, like, my whole point of this. So, working here was kind of just, like, a big fucking headache. Now, I will say, I will, t- I will come clean and I will say this. I had other prior engagements that fall semester that I maybe shouldn't have done, but I'm glad I did because the, the turnout was well. Uh, I'm not going to talk about that. Um, I did something for personal personal gain on my own spare time. Um, but basically, you know, I, I I wasn't there all the time. I wasn't there. I wasn't. I was pulling my priorities on working, working on building my business, which is the, the photography production company and um, uh, school, obviously, and working a secondary job, a secondary job on top of this and still working at Lakeside Commons. And um, I wasn't there, but here's how some of the things went down. So first of all, this lady's crazy. She's crazy. Uh, she wanted us to go. Now, I believe they did this the year before and it was no problem. Cool, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Um, if it was brought to my attention, I would have had no problem in doing that, but it never was. Um, so I find it really funny the day that I was getting let go, this was a thing. And I'm like, this was never a situation. This was never a thing. And they only did it once. Um, they wanted us to go to the bars and try to like get people to sign leases or get people to get to a point where they can sign leases at the fucking bars. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Cause like a fucking drunk college kid is going to be like, yeah, you know, like I'm down to fucking look at looks like commons. Yo, like, oh, like, no dickhead. Like I'm here to get my cranberry vodkas and fucking party out and maybe go home with a fucking chick. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like that's what goes on in a fucking kid's head where they're at the bars. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not worried about these fucking schmucks over here wearing this fucking neoprene fucking Lakeside Commons blazer and some fucking khaki pants. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like just no. And it was never a thing. It was it did, it happened one time, and I believe uh, the assistant general manager and one of the CAs went, and it was like a bad turnout, and it, it never happened again. And it never happened again. So. Here's when I started being like rebellious, not rebellious, but like just kind of against a lot of the bullshit. I, the one of the, the one of the things that I want to talk about is like the one of the most biggest shit that had happened that I, I just can't stand like psychologists for doing is the lying is the lying that would happen. Basically, what I mean by that, it would be to be like, yo, um, you know, people would call and be like, oh, like, is there still availability? Or you'll see the Instagram post. You'll see the Instagram post and it'll be like, yo, like, um, you know, we're almost filling up. We're almost filling up. And, you know, like, sign now to get your fucking thing. First things first, if you know someone that want to live at Lakeside Commons, um, like I said, it's your decision. But I would not sign that fucking lease until last fucking minute. Last minute. Because... There is availability from the beginning to the end. There, those shits are never fill up. No one is out here really being like, "Yo, I'm about to really drop eight hundred plus dollars living at this motherfucking fam." I'm really telling you because when I first lived here, the prices were like seven. It was seven. Uh, the the medium was like seven ninety to like and i think the highest bedroom was 850 no no i'm lying the the two bedrooms were like 885 
then the apartment that I live in was eight fifty, but then I got a deal for eight hundred, and um, that's the lowest that they can go for the maple. And then I believe the aspens were from seven seven seventy five to seven ninety five, depending on the bedroom variant. And then the cedars, which was a six person, were from seven seventy five to seven ninety five due to the bedroom variants. And there were like three different bedroom types. There was a, a master, a deluxe, and standards. So, cool. Again, mind you, all the stuff that I'm saying, it's from my knowledge. And again, again, you know, like I know what I'm talking about. So a job telling me that I don't know what I'm talking about, I don't know what I'm doing, and I was like a nuisance, was real fucking stupid. Um, like again, I'm not salty that I got let go. I'm kind of glad I got let go because that was kind of a burden that was no longer on my shoulder about it. But the what pissed me off is what went down the day I got let go and the bullshit ass conversation that I had. It was it I was what I would say is the most pander presidential style pandering. Oh my fucking god, it was crazy. It was so it was so I just wanted her to get to the fucking point. But we're gonna get into that. Um so uh, basically um the line, yeah, you'd be like yeah, no, we're super feeling. I mean, we're like tricking these kids, and you know, where these kids are, they're not dumb. They're just eager. You know what I mean? They think they you, first thing you hear, oh yeah, we're filling up. Like you know, all their buddies and all their friends are living at least like comments, and all you hear is, yeah, we're filling up really fast. So you make that irrational move, and that irrational fucking okay, yeah, I'm just gonna sign this shit. Like perfect example. Like when I worked there, and it was a phone call, and we had a mother literally thought. Her son signed up for the dorms. Her son signed up to live in an apartment. And he was like a freshman. First things first, you're not allowed to live off campus as a freshman at Oswego. You're not allowed. So the fact that you did that, you, you know, and then what, uh, obviously what Lakeside Commons was like, yeah, sorry, we can't let you out your lease. Yo, what? The mom was like, what do you mean? Like, isn't this coming out of the financial aid shit? And they were like, well, we're like, yeah. And then there was, and then she was like, well, like, how much is it? And it was like, well, it's like seven something a month. She's like, seven something a month? No, like, shouldn't that be paid all together? And I was just like, ma'am, this isn't, this is an apartment complex. This isn't, uh, like, a dorm. She said, I thought my son signed up for the dorm or something like that. And I'm just like, wow. I'm just like, I am appalled. He really finessed his mom like that. And I felt so bad because I knew nothing was going to come out of that nothing nothing was gonna come out of that and then here's what's the crazy part lakeside commons threatens you to stay here and like deal with it and how they threaten you is basically say well this is gonna affect your credit score now i want you to i want you to take this what i just said fucking serious because yo they will send any amount of money you owe to them to fucking collections in a fucking heartbeat i yo if i don't care it's twenty dollars to 20 G's, bro. Yo, you don't pay them their money, bro. That shit is getting sent to collections. No cap whatsoever, bro. And they will sit here. And then here's the crazy part, because this happened where someone needed to pay damages, right? They couldn't pay it because, yo, Lakeside Commons got rid of their student portal, their residential portal. So they couldn't pay the shit, bro. So they had, and then, you know, imagine, you know how collections, you know how collect, collect, debt collectors get. They call your phone every fucking day. And it's like, yo, bro, like, what the fuck? Like, yo, it's $20. Y'all niggas dead ass, bro? $20? $20, bro, I'm telling you. And I want you to take that shit seriously. Keep that in mind, bro. Keep that in mind. Like, yo, 
it's $20. Talk that deal. I'm like, yo, oh, it's a paint chip. Yo, paint that shit over, bro. Like, all right, whatever. I was like, yo, if you didn't have the $20 right then and there, bro, I was like, all right, bet. But nah, Lakeside Commons was like, nah, fuck that. Like, nah, we on your ass, bro. We're going to send us your rate to collections and you're just going to have to deal with it. Ha ha ha. Whatever. Cool. Um, Another big part of it is like the the bullshit that we had to do to like for competitors so like i wish me and my housemate would have looked at it other i wish we would have gave the houses in oswego a different chance like a better chance than or maybe peel less because we're just like stuck here now and it's just like fuck dude and it's like yo it's just a waste of fucking time you know what i'm saying it's, it's a big waste of time it's a big waste of money and I'm gonna get into that real quick. So when I say waste of money, like yo, we're paying like 800 bucks here, right? 800 bucks. Now for me, money's not an issue. Money's not an issue. Whatever, yada yada yada. Um, I understand the fact that you pay for what you get. Now here's the bullshit, right? So I, me- I mentioned before in this episode, like the appliances are fucking shitty. You know what I'm saying? The stoves are shitty. The microwaves are shitty. A fucking microwave light bulb doesn't even fucking work. The fuck is that, bro? What type of ghetto shit is this? You know what I'm saying? And then you make a maintenance request and this shit doesn't get done for like nine months. Perfect example, yo. Um, there was a fucking hole in my ceiling. Now, here's the situation now. This is because this happened during COVID. Um, this happened during COVID. So there was a fucking, like over the time of the like, course of the summer, this past summer that one that just happened. And a little bit into this semester, I had a fucking hole in my fucking ceiling. I had a fucking hole. And it was leaking shit literally yo they they yo here's the crazy part they literally told me that yo this could possibly be coming from the girl's bathroom that the girls that live upstairs from me right so i was like where exactly and yo somebody said the toilet and i was like yo no fucking way <laughs> i was like no fucking way you mean to tell me that i got shit water leaking into my fucking that fucked up my cabinet yo like that cabinet is fucked dude um yeah, like I said, like, right now, like, yo, Lakeside, if you somehow listen to this shit, bro, I'm not paying for those damages, bro, because that wasn't my fault. That wasn't any of us have fault in here, and I will defend that to the T, bro. That was nobody's fault. Um, That's y'all shit cause for making faulty pipe work. Yeah, because that's what y'all guys get for trying to build this shit in fucking two days, bro. Like, no. Like, I, I remember speaking to people, like, and I'm getting off topic, but, but I speak to people, like, in the town of Oswego, and... I was like, yo, like, you know, they was like, oh, like, you live in Lakeside Commons? I'm like, yeah. And they was like, yo, like, that place went up too fast. And I was like, really? And they were like, yeah, we saw, we saw the plot, we saw the signs. And then all of a sudden, maybe a year, maybe almost a year, the place was up, fully operational, taking students in. And I literally was like, yo, like, I would not live here because I could imagine, like, that shit was built up too fast. Yo, Lakeside Commons is going to need a re-renovation in, like, five years. I'm and I'm talking about five years, like going on from right now. So Lakeside Commons has only been like, active for me what three years, three, three to four, three to four years maybe, maybe less. So yeah, they're gonna need a renovation soon, you know, because all the time people got their shit drilled into the fucking hole, the wall, like TV mounts, all this other bullshit, yada yada yada. And then so, you know, it is a lot of bullshit that I've experienced when I was working here. Um, the biggest one of them all is being goaded into signing a re- like a renewal lease and then being fired literally five months later. <laughs> so now I was told and, 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 and this is stupid me. This is stu- this is really this is stupid on my part. And I am salty about this. Like I'm not I'm salty, but I'm just like, yo, like 
that's crazy. Like, I really, like, I'm normally, I'm on point with my shit, but she really got me, bro. Like, I had to clap it up for him. I had to. Um, so yeah, I had a, I was having a conversation with like the general manager one day and she was like, yeah, like, you know, you should sign like your renewal lease, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, nah, nah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to stay here after this year or whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know? And, um, she was like, well, like, you know, like you're an employee here. So that lease, mind you, this lease, this is what she said. This lease does not tie to you because you're an employee. So just like, yo, if you decide to stop working here, you know, we can always just cancel the lease. I'm like okay like yeah what did my dumb ass do i fill it out right then and there fucking dumbass. and then i convinced my housemate to re-sign the shit and i that right there it was like yo i had to take an l for that and then something that yo my subconscious was like nigga you are a dickhead bro you're dumb like you just fucked yourself up and i'm just thinking like i was like no i'm anybody out this shit right so working here, whatever, blah, 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 I dealt with this other bullshit, whatever, yada, 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 and comes the winter break, December, the winter break, and, you know, I'm the only one working here, I'm the only one working here, and, you know, I'm just, I'm dealing with what I gotta deal with, so, three, about three situations, no, two situations happened, right, and I'll, I'm gonna, so, basically, a resident so one situation was a resident had moved out he moved out and he wanted to clarify the last few things because it was something up with his account so he moved out and i was like okay what's your name whatever he told me his name and i looked up his account homeboy had a lease it said he had at least a full year lease not a half year lease so i was like uh dude are you sure like you you good man like he's like yeah you know like i signed a half year i'm like you signed a full year so Moving away from that for a second, protocol is to, you know, if it's something going on with the system called Entrada, you, um, you have to contact the manager. Here's the, but here's the benevolent thing that, that always, I love to always see happen and you love to see it. Every time we had a complaint about something about like a parent that wanted to speak to the general manager, we would tell the general manager, like, Hey, look, this parent will speak to you. Oh no. Um, I don't feel like, mind you, she'll be in the office. And I, I don't care. I understand that. I understand, but I don't care. I understand that you're busy. Um, you're busy and you're doing your own shit. You're, you're trying to run this property and that property and blah, blah, blah. You did that to yourself, right? Cool. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, though, you have a civic duty to do your job correctly to the T. And, yo, when a parent comes and they ask for you directly... And you'd be like, nah, I don't want to talk to them. I'm, yeah, send them to my line, but I'm just going to let them... It's going to ring into a voicemail. Yo. If... I, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, yo. If a parent would have came in there and was like, yo, all I want is the general manager. Like, yo. All right, cool. Yo, if they came in there... They came in there with guns, bro. And, you know, they... Because that... I Because a lot of the shit that goes on... And I'm like, I'm stuttering right now. A lot of shit that goes on in there, bro. It was only a matter of time. And, like, I'm, if, you know, I'm talking about from my experience. Like, when I was working there. It was only a matter of time. So, somebody came in that motherfucker and was like, yo, where is this bitch? You know what I'm saying? Where is this bitch, bro? I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was not going to lie. The petty version of me came out. I was like, I kind of wanted to see it happen. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, because this lady would just sit here in her office and just pop shit all day, bro. And that's literally who she is, though. She would just pop shit all fucking day, dude. All fucking day. And just, like, you know, until she got fucking pressured 
into doing something. And I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that about being pressured into doing shit. You know what I'm saying? So literally, I'm just like, yo, like I, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, what does Lee want me to do? Like, you know, I've had like difficult conversations with parents and be like, yo, like. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, but, like, you know, like, general manager, like, she's, she's out. Mind you, it's kind of stupid to say that because it's like, yo, wait a minute. Like, yeah, I just put you on hold for five minutes. What the fuck do you think I win? You know what I mean? And that's going to piss people off. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, like, that's just, it just makes me go back on a lot of the shit that I've, like, I've learned how to deal with. You know, I would talk to, like, my parents, like, about this job all the time. Talk to my grandma. Talk to my lawyer about this job all the time. And it was like, yo, dude, like, I don't know. I'm like, I wanted to quit, but I was like, yo, I was making decent money. And, um, that's the, ha- that's the problem about getting goaded into shit. So, you know, I'm, I'm speaking to, speaking to this kid, going back to this situation, I would speak to this kid and I was like, you know, he was upset. He was like, and you know, as he should be, because like, you know, it was a faulty first things first, the entrotism is fucking faulty. You know what I'm saying? Or looking at this because this lease was signed by someone else that worked prior before me fucked up and didn't notify anyone that he wanted a half year lease. So when they generated him a full year lease, but I remember looking at the situation. So they told him that they generated a full a full year. They told, I believe, who was the age? Maybe if I remember the situation, yeah. So when he signed, he renewed. He signed for a half year, and it was under the the assistant general manager's name. And I was like, wow, okay. All right. Now, mind you what I said about the AGM before. Like I said, I have no problem with her. She just did her job the best of her abilities. But the way how she came into the situation, it was fucked up on her. You know what I mean? Not fu- like not fucked up like she did a bad job. It was like, yo, she literally just got thrown into the mix. And it was fucked up. You know what I mean? And like I said, like I wish her nothing but the best of luck. Um, And happy new year. But yeah, so looking at the situation, it was like, dude, like... Okay, so the dude is getting hostile. He's getting defiant, whatever. So I tell him, right? Mind you, every time you speak on the phone, they're recorded, right? So mind you, I would and I keep this story in your minds when you're listening to this. Keep your story in, and keep this, keep this what I'm saying in your mind, because like I'm gonna come back to this, and I'm gonna bring this back to full circle about something. So when you're speaking to people on the phone. They're recorded, like they're the lines are recorded. They hear the receiver and the the person talking on the phone. I told him, I was like, "Hey, look, man, like I understand you're upset, but like, yo, I'm gonna need you to stop being disrespectful to me. If you keep on, I'm going to hang up, and then I'm going to call you back to see if you calm down." It took a minute. It was a pause, and he said, "My apologies. I'm sorry. I'm just really upset." I was like, "Hey, Len, I understand that. Let me, you know, let me try to figure this out for you, and then, you know, we'll speak." the phone and the phone line ended and that was cool you know what i mean cool i called him back we got to the end of it i told him like i notified my general manager about that she would be reaching out to you and yada 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 and he said thank you he's like and he apologized for this right mind you both phone both phone lines were recorded right so okay cool that was situation number one Situation number two, now for some now for people who know me as who I wasn't RA before, or you know, just know like I'm someone who follows rules by the T, you know what I mean? And obviously, but I'm a human being, so I understand compassion and I understand when the rules need to be changed. So a girl comes in and she wants to move out, right? She just moved she just graduated, blah 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 blah, and she wants to move out. And 
she wants to move out and so basically it's a it's a sunday it's a sunday and it's crazy how i can remember this shit from the t it was a sunday and it was like i think we're about to where it's like sunday morning right so the protocol to move out is that you have to schedule a, a, a checkout with the maintenance team because the CAs were not allowed to go and do room inspections and do like checkouts. Now, for someone who's been an RA, I've done room inspections and checkouts before because that's what our RA's job is. Part of it, during, you know, for move in and move out, cool, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So in that situation now, it's like, okay. So I told her, I was like, hey, look, I'm sorry. Like the maintenance guys aren't here. And, um, but hey, I can do this for you. So I told her the whole protocol. So like, hey, look, you can you can move out right now, but I'm gonna take your keys and you sign this here and there, and then basically you you waive your right to appeal any damages, any problems, whatever that happens in the house when the final move out is done. Any right person in their mind is like, no, I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because like you know, especially when you live with three other people, it's like, yo, I don't want to fucking do that. So she said no. So I was like, okay. So here's the other option. I can schedule a move out for you with the maintenance guy Monday morning. He'll be here early in the morning. He'll come in, he'll do your checkout and then he'll take your keys and you'll be on your way. And then that's totally fine. She said, okay, yeah, let's do that. Right. Cool. Now, fun fact about this, this girl lived across the street from me. She lived literally across, across from me, a house literally across the street from me. And she lived in the house with my housemate's girlfriend. So yeah. So I was like, I cool. You know, that's no problem. So I remember when I got off work, I saw her, I waved her, I was like, yeah, that's scheduled for you, blah, blah, blah. I remember talking to her, right? No problem. So, all right, cool. You know, the the I, I woke up the next day, she wasn't there anymore, so I figured, you know, cool, whatever. She was gone, right? Wrong. All right, cool. So, time goes by, whatever, blah, blah, blah. My other coworkers, they come back, they start working, and um, I get called into the office, in January, I get called into the office and basically hey, they tell me some bullshit about how like, oh, like it's this company, you know, company like it's a, an employee like um, evaluation. I knew this coming. Every job has it. Blah, blah, blah. I wasn't scared, but I knew it was bullshit. I know it was bullshit. And I'm, I'm, I've left out some other situations before, but I'm going to go back and bring those up. Um, matter of fact, I'll bring this up right now. So earlier in the year, I got my first write-up for something completely fucking stupid and it wasn't my fault. And I'm someone, if you guys know, I'm someone who takes responsibility for their own actions. And so basically I got written up, but they told me that it wasn't something that was going to be on my file, you know, but it was, um, I got written up for miscomputer usage. Now... You, you know, you hear the situations like the basic miscomputers is like I used the company's computer in the wrong way. Cool. Um, this job is a very creative outlet job where you need to come up with ideas on the fly and, you know, to make marketing and things appeasing to people to, to get people in to, to come in and do, you know, shit like that. Right. Cool. So apparently uh, the AGM, she came in and one of the computers was stuck on YouTube. Right. And I'm like, okay, cool. What the fuck does that have to do with me being written up for it? Yeah, I got written up because the fucking computer had an open link of YouTube on and it was something dealing with like marketing materials. And I got written up for that. So this is when I first realized that 
right, niggas got it out for me. Like, all right, cool. All right, it is what it is. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna eat that. But they told me, like, yo, it wasn't gonna be on your record. Yada, yada, yada. Then I got written up for uh, uh, subsequential work or whatever the word is. Sub, uh, you know, basically like in- insufficient work. You know, I wasn't doing my job to the full, to fullest capabilities, whatever, yada, yada. I was just sending, I was just sending emails and not calling people back and yada, yada, yada. Because, you know, I worked at like 10 in the morning. No one was to fucking hear, oh, are you interested in living in Lakeside Commons? 10 o'clock in the fucking morning, dickheads. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody wants to fucking hear that shit. So it's like, yo, like, let's be real. Like, I'm sorry if I was a little angry right there, but it's like, yo, it's kind of just really fucking stupid. So I'm just like, all right, cool. So then... I'm like, all right, so I'm looking at everything, and I'm like, all right, so I'm just like, all right, they're not going to let me walk out of here not taking, not, not signing this shit, right? So I signed it, right? I was like, all right, bet. Here, so fast forward to the time now, I get this employee evaluation. So they, it was no longer, it wasn't an employee evaluation. They gave me the, they gave me the evaluation, but then... I have the, at the end of the evaluation, it was, you know, basically kind of goes like, oh, are you turning to like rehire or hire or whatever, blah, 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 or like, let go. They decided to let me go, um, to terminate me. So when I asked what was the terminating clause, they pulled out incident reports and these fucking incident reports was those two fucking situations that I just told you guys about, about the phone call and the girl wanting to move out. So I'm li- I'm literally looking at this shit. I'm just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me and i was like these are wrong i was like you need to check this shit again so she was like what are you talking about i was like yo you said you i'm looking at this paper you said i hung up on him check the phone recall the phone the phone recording is 16 minutes and nine seconds fun fact i have that recording of that conversation i to this day i have that and i just disclosed that but yeah i have that recording so if this ever went to a situation where, and I can prove my means for false, you know, false, uh, what's the word? Um, basically being, you know, falsely accused, you know, basically being falsely fired, basically. So in this situation, right? So I'm just like, yo, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm sitting here, I'm like, yo, like, what the what type of bullshit is this? So I'm like, yo, you said you I can't help on and blah, blah, blah. And I was being, you know, rude and whatnot. And I'm just like, excuse me? Oh, and I failed to call the general manager to handle situation. I called you. What the fuck are you talking about? You said you handled situation. So I'm just like, yo, like that's crazy. So basically what I looked at the situation was, I'm just like, okay, because of your faulty shit, I'm getting in trouble for it. When your program, you know, because the, the, what it came out was the program issued his full year lease and it didn't make a half year lease. But then when you look at the person, because the, the leases have to be signed off by a manager. When you look at the person who signed the fucking lease, it was the assistant general manager. So I'm just like, yo, whose fault was it? And like I said, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus here, but it was clearly obvious on what the fuck happened. Cool. And like I said before about the assistant general general assistant general manager position that happened. I bet. So in that situation now, I'm just like, what the fuck? So... I'm looking at everything and I'm like, okay, cool. Then I look, I flip the page over, look at the next one. And then it's the fucking girl, the situation about the move out. And I'm like, oh no, fuck out of here. Dude, like this shit just happened like two weeks ago. Like, what the, like, are you fucking kidding me? So basically what ended up happening was basically the girl said I was being rude. I wouldn't help her out. I wouldn't cut her some slack. 
you know, she had to drive all the way back up here. And I'm like, how'd you find this out? And she said, oh, I have a, per I have a personal text message between me and the girl. Oh, so you just have personal text messages with all the residents, huh? Really? Okay, cool. You see where the bullshit I'm going on. So then, so now you understand, now you see what, I'm, what I felt when yo, like, I was, I felt like I was racially targeted. I'm like, yo, cause this is bullshit and I'm not even done yet. All right, cool. So then they tell me like, yo, it's a company audit. They, you know, they, uh, someone had to get let go to cut down. They want to save money and blah, blah, blah. And they had to cut me. Right. So, and I wish I would have recorded this meeting. I, I really wish. Cause like playing the audio from this dumbass conversation, would it just, it just exemplified my means for racial discrimination, but I did it. And, um, it's really fucking annoying because it's just like, yo, like these people, like, cause how I felt about the situation is like, yo, wasn't mad. It's the fact that like, yo, people, like I, I allowed people to get one over me and I want revenge. And I've been fighting the urge for revenge for a while now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, yo, cause revenge, what do you get out of revenge? You don't get anything out of revenge besides just this, this false sense of security and the thing that you finally got your person back when you just, just let it go and whatnot. And I've let it go, but then things just keep happening here. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yo, why hasn't anyone sued the shit out this place? Why hasn't one fucking dropped a nuke on this place, dude? Not obviously not with me here, whatever, not people here, obviously. I don't want to condone any violence or anything, whatever, not. But, like, yo, like, why is this place burning the fucking ground, dude? Like, it, this shit is a piece of shit. It's a shithole. It's a shithole, you know what I'm saying? And it's fucked up because I see new kids come here and it's just like, yo, this place is amazing, but they don't know. And, I mean, I guess, yo, if you just keep your head down and you just pay your rent and not have to deal with shit, this place would be the best fucking thing than sliced bread. But it's like, yo, bro, at the end of the day, it's like, yo, bro, like, what really... What are you really getting out of this place, man? Like a place to live, but yo, you're paying all this money and you get shit appliances. You know, the power goes out fucking regularly. Um, that should not be having, having random power cycles throughout the fucking time of the day. And I'm going to get into something about that. But yeah, so basically after the meeting, you know, they basically told me, oh, like they had to get let it go of me. But then cool. So that day, so niggas fired me on my day off on some straight Friday Craig type shit, bro. Niggas fired me on my day off my day off, bro. But then these niggas had the nerve to tell me, yo, we're going to allow you to still work to make some money. You know what I mean? So if I just got fired, right, then what makes you think that I'm going to come into work? Right. So I was like, no, I'm not going to be a dickhead. I'm like, yo, I'm going to come in, whatever, blah, 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 because they scheduling for these days. Right. So I worked like a, like a a couple i think like a week maybe like a week so my last week bro i was chilling like you know i still did my job whatever i still did because i knew because i wanted to test something i wanted i did the the utmost work i did i went and called people sat here and i scheduled some leases which was another fucked up thing too about that and that was wrong to do because it's happened a lot Oh no, that's what I got written up for. I got written up for that and for the insufficient work and the the least. So in the in the system, they you can when you speak to someone on the phone and you get them to like sign a lease, whatever, that's on you. So you get a credit, you know what I mean? So you get like commission off basically lease signings, right? So there was a situation where my coworker, who's also my housemate, he I saw, I talked to someone and whatever, whatnot. So how the thing was like, I worked in the morning and he, I think he worked like later in the day. So how it would be right. So how he saw things was like, yo, 
the more leases I get, the more money, the more incentives that I get for. And then if I get incentives for getting high numbers of leases, you know, you know, basically, you know, I'm going to get some good praises. I'm going to get some money, whatever, something like that. So you got, I think, a certain amount of money per lease. Right. So here's what comes out of that. Niggas stealing leases, bro. That's that. That's what comes out of that shit. And I know this may seem a lot in this whole episode for a lot of them, but like, I got to get some shit off my chest. So looking at the situation, right? So I'm just like, all right, cool. Um, be looking at it and it's like, yo, okay. So I had a situation where I spoke to a girl. I spoke to her and, you know, I was like, yeah, set up for a tour, whatever. So she came for the tour. I gave her the tour and, you know, she started signing, but she didn't sign like the, the last page like the clearly because you saw the progress bar. So then it was open, right? So I was like, all right, she's going to sign these. I reassured her. I called her. She's like, yeah, she's going to sign. She's going to speak to her mom. Whatever. Cool, cool. I go, I leave work that day. I come back the next day and I see that it's his name on the lease now. But when I want to handle the situation because she spoke to her and she signed it, right? When he spoke to her. So then he changed the name. So in this situation now, I'm like, yo, you just stole my lease, dude. Like, what the fuck? So I changed the shit back. I changed it back. And then I get written up for it. And he was like, oh, you need to stop stealing people's leases. I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? When you literally, when you, and here's the thing that kills me about that program is that how I knew that I was targeted about this shit is because, yo, the program tells you when people do shit. It tells you when you assign this person to you, when you assign, when this person signs lease, when this person, this CA has made modifications to this person's application, right? It tells you this shit. So the clear negligence, the negligence that came from this bitch, bro, that ran this shit it was it was obvious bro it was obvious that yo the bitch had a vendetta bro like or not a vendetta but like yo the bitch just didn't like me bro and i'm just like yo because i kept i didn't tolerate bullshit for anyone but i kept my mouth shut because i'm like yo i shouldn't be because i don't want to give this this fucking protrude of this mad black person that you know this this angry black man that everyone loves to think that us black people have dude that we're just always angry all the time no we're fucking angry all the time because you constantly fuck with us bro and i'm like yo you don't understand how many times i wanted to come in and just let fire off in that motherfucker bro like just for real bro just come in and start cracking skulls bro because i'm like yo at the end of the day because you got the wrong fucking person bro like you got the wrong one i got time for shit bro and i'm just like yo i let y'all really slide with a lot of shit bro and that shit and that shit ate me up inside bro it really did and i get i'm sorry for this podcast sound a little more angry whatever but like yo like shit like niggas got shit to say bro like for real so damn this is an hour and six minutes all right cool 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 so i'm just sitting here i'm like yo bro like this shit is crazy bro so like niggas really got fired with this shit right so yo i, I work I, i'm working that last few days right situation so over the course of the winter break uh, lakeside commons had like complete full power outages like blown out like you know and it was out for like a couple hours until like national grid came and had to come fix it right so my, the, my i think my last day my last day right my last fucking day the girl comes one of the girls that lives in the house in one of the houses she comes in she's like yo like i had all this food in here and it's all expired now and I'm just like, oh shit, like, I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm not sure, I don't remember if they went to every house to check on every house after the power outage, but you know, it would make common sense, but Lakeside Commons is famous for not letting students know about when they leave for breaks to turn their power, like to power down all their shit or, you know, to keep the, the temperature on 65, don't fucking raise it down. The, don't, for some reason, they didn't tell people, they don't tell students how to run ACs. 
you know, when I worked there, there was fucking students who had ACs that are on fucking 40 because they think the lower it goes, the cooler it is. But really, it's just it's just water in the pipes instead of, you know, actual, you know, nitrogen. It's just fucking water in the pipes. And that shit leaks. Hence why I had the hole in my fucking ceiling. But it wasn't from the AC. It was from the fucking furnace. So, you know, it was just like, yo, they didn't tell these people that. So, but they sent out an email of what, 16 days after niggas already moved out. Yeah, good job. Good job, Lakeside. Good fucking job, dickheads. So it's like, yo, it's like, all right, cool. But, you know, at the time, I'm a dickhead too because I worked there. But I'm just sitting there like, yo, like, she ain't put that email out. That's crazy. That's crazy, bro. Like, it was fucking crazy. So I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this shit, bro. And I'm like, yo, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, (laughs) I'm just... So I'm like, yo, so I helped the girls out and I'm like, yo, like, okay, like I got the maintenance guys. They came in, they cleaned the shit out. They cleaned the refrigerator out for her, bro. I even cleaned some of the refrigerator shit out for her. But the house just smells like, oh, like death. Straight hot ass, bro. Just straight, just straight disgusting, bro. Like, and nobody else did that shit but me. So me and the maintenance guys, we go in and clean the shit out, whatever, blah, blah, blase, blase. We pull the shit out, right? And then the maintenance guy was like, yeah, go to the office when the manager's here and talk to him and be like, yo, like you want a reimbursement for all your food? Like like a gift card or something, bro. Because, you know, they're entitled to it because at the end of the day, it was Lakeside Commons' fault for not notifying students about the power outage. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, if you have food in here, bro, fucking refrigerator was out for a few hours, bro. So I'm just sitting there I'm like, yo, that's fucking crazy, man. So it's like, yo, it's, it's nuts. You know what I'm saying? It's nuts. So, and then my time living here as well too nigga the power would just cut out and shut all my shit off i got so much tech in my room dude and it's not even like yo like we're overloading the shit it's like yo like everyone has surge protectors everyone is like not just plugging to the wall whatever but like yo the whole house was surge you know what i'm saying like the whole house was just cut off and it's like everyone else's houses they would just cut off or like randomly fucking alarms just go out like and this is what I mean. It's like, yo, like you're paying all this money and the shit here is built up too quick. It's shitty appliances. Um, I'm surprised a fucking fire hasn't started here yet. God forbid. But you know what I'm saying? Like, God forbid no one gets hurt, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, yo, a lot of stupid shit. And this place is like, yo, and then they charge you crazy, bro. If you lose your, if you lose the key fob to your house, bro, that's $50, bro. Now, I can say this for a fact, that was never enforced. That $50 shit was never enforced. And it was enforced on the students who, like, they didn't, who she didn't like. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, charge them $50 for the key fob. It was $60 if you lost the mailbox key and the key fob. But niggas got key fobs all the time and didn't get charged for that shit. I'm sorry. Like, it is what it is. Like, no, I, when I worked here, bro, like, then I've, I've witnessed, because I didn't, I, people lost mailbox keys, so I, you know, we would have to give a new mailbox key, so that was charged, but the key fob, that was supposed to be a rule, but it was never enforced, and a lot of it was, a lot of it was jokey-ass management, it was just a lot of jokey shit, it was nothing ever taken serious, and that's the whole thing about Lakeside Commons, nothing is never taken serious in that fucking front office, it's, it never is, and everything is a big-ass joke, and, you know, the, if you look at the social media shit, it's always just propaganda, we're talking about, like, north korea style propaganda bro like it is stupid first things first you know um first things first no one in that motherfucker actually believes about black lives matter and that shit and i'm calling niggas out bro it no one in that office like i said i don't have any beefs i don't have any beefs with anyone in the fucking in that, that the cas that work there especially the new ones i don't really know some of the new ones that work there but yo all right cool 
no one actually is a firm believer of Black Lives Matter, bro. Like, there was a trend that they posted about it, and they never posted about it again. The fake-ass MLK post, the MLK uh, birthday shit that they just did the other day was bullshit. Anything that during this time about racial divide was all bullshit and stuff like that. And it's really fucking stupid. And, and we're not even gonna... I'm not even... I mean, I could get into so much other shit about what went wrong, like, like comments, how... Basically how we used to fucking workshop PLS... But then, speaking of PLS, yo, when I met the one of the part members of PLS, the, yo, she knew that Lakeside Commons was, like, workshopping PLS. Like, we used to workshop them. She would give us fake information, and, get, you know, what we would do? We would go and post shit about that. And she would just look at us like, haha, dumbasses. Like, yo, like, I knew you guys were workshopping me, so I'm going to give you false information. So, no one, every time we looked at Lakeside Commons posting shit about PLS... It was about something that they clearly did not know that was true, but Lakeside Commons just believed it because we were fucking stupid. And I'm just like, yo, I'm just like, I had to laugh and had to clap it up because that was some God tier shit, bro. It was God tier, bro. I'm just like, yo, that's amazing, bro. Like, just hearing about this shit when I was no longer an employee, like I said, it was a, it was a burden. It was, I felt like it was a burden to work there, dude. It was, it was fucking crazy. And then people would look at me crazy when I was sitting here and talk about this shit, but I'm just like, yo. This shit is true, bro. Like, yo, like, you don't mean shit to this lady at all, fam. And we, everything we did was to get her into corporate. Yeah, to make her look good. She can give two fucks about what civil logistics, whatever. Because I'm pretty sure the main boss, if you would have heard, bro, like, yo, she's not wanting to answer phone calls or whatnot. But here's the thing, though. You know, what if what if he's like that, too? And he's the main head nigga for all this shit, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. So, you know what? Like, to this place, man, like, I really hope this place, like, gets this shit together, bro. Because I'm not going to lie. On paper, this shit is nice. But a lot of the shady shit. And the last thing I'm going to talk about the shady shit for Lakeside Commons was the reviews, bro. If you look at Lakeside Commons on, like, Google, this place damn near almost got perfect-ass reviews. No place on this fucking earth has perfect reviews. Nigga, they got bad reviews about McDonald's, nigga, on West Bridge Street. Like, come on now. No, bro. Like, yo, like, working at Lakeside Commons, like I said, in the system and trial, bro, yo, basically, I'm saying it right now, bro. People have left negative reviews on there, bro, and we have deleted them. Yes, I would come in. I would sit here and say that. We have deleted negative reviews off of fucking Google. 100%, bro. 100%. It would be like, yo, it's in a system. It will pop up in a system and it'll be like, yo, you can publish your shit right now. You can publish it or you can hide it. And then, and, yo, you'll just see all the good results. And if things, if it was highly, it was, if it was highly uh, critical, not critical. Um, If it was highly critiqued and in like in a negative way, it wouldn't get posted. But if it was something that maybe someone that had like a, a less of an issue, you know, a lesser of an issue, but it didn't seem too negative to post. It will be posted in with a response like, oh, why don't you reach out to someone from our team and, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll speak about it. But no, if someone basically saying like, yo, like this place is ruining my daughter's credit. Oh no, that's just getting tossed to the side, bro. And I, how I personally know this is because I've seen that review. I've seen that review and I've seen the mother talk about this before. And then mother is still to this day. And I commend her for that trying to fight this fucking company to fix her daughter's credit. You know what I'm saying? 
because like i know i said i mentioned this before but like the whole relay process dude it's fucking it's a scam bro it's a scam that's why i said don't sign this fucking lease early don't sign to live here early don't because it's not worth it because life happens and then when you sign a fucking lease here you're fucked and it's like a sense of entrapment it's like yo you're fucked here 100 man and it's not right and it's fucked up and someone definitely has to do something about this place dude this place i'm sorry but it has to burn it has to go down i'm sorry it's like this place is a fucking canton man and it's just it's just bullshit man yo if you listen to this man you're thinking about like comic man just don't anyone that asks me today like yo how you think about like comic don't do it it's not worth the money man you can make you can save so much fucking money living in one of these houses in Oswego, and i know it doesn't look as visually pleasing i know it doesn't but it's a roof over your head and it's providing you all this and half the shit bro it's like yo it's not even you're paying so many hidden fees here man it's ridiculous bro it's disgusting and you can't even use half the shit here half of the fucking year bro come on come on pack it up yo look at pls man look at the houses in Oswego. pls the property owner also has rental properties like houses and those houses are beautiful and there are some nice areas of Oswego too. I mean, not it's Oswego, but it's like, yo, there's some nice areas. You know what I mean? You can get your nice little four bedroom, little six bedroom for like four ninety five, nigga. Four ninety five compared to like eight hundred. What is now? Like, what is it? Uh, my bedroom's still at eight fifty, but I'm still paying eight hundred. Upstairs is still the two bedrooms are still eight eighty five or some change. Um. Yeah, they're like eight forty, eight something now. Like every, every, all this place here is like eight hundred dollars now. Unless, unless you lived here before when it was lower and you just signed a relay and you, you capped it in that same spot. So I was like, yeah, dude, like yo, like you could be living in a different house. You could be living, yeah. And so what you gotta? The, because the only thing that saves this place, and, and I'm gonna end, you know, I'm gonna end soon with this. The only thing that saves this place is having your own bathroom in your bedroom. That is like a god tier thing. Like when anyone asks me, it's like, yo, you got your own private bathroom. They was like, wow. Like, that's crazy. You know, because not everyone's a big fan of, not everyone's clean, not everyone, I get that. But don't overlook, don't think, don't sit here and look at this place and be like, yo, like, you want, you want change? You gotta, you gotta be willing to do stuff to want to get that change. And that, that do stuff is to not sign leases here. Like, not, like, don't give them more money. Don't, just don't. But not, it's too late. I know people are going to sit here, and I, I know I'm not some big podcaster that has a high influence, but I really hope people really take this and really think about a lot of the dumb shit. And I know it was a lot of fluff and a lot of bullshit, but like I just wanted to give people my experience. And there's so much more, and if people want me to talk about it some more, let me know. I would more than welcome to give you my experience, my real-life experience. Like I said, my... I'm not trying to do this to like change your mind about things, but I want you to be aware about a lot of shit that you're signing into. Cause a lot of these kids sign a fucking lease here and they don't read this shit. They see like it's 20 something pages and they're like, nah, I'm just gonna fucking sign it, bro. Read this shit, take this shit to a lawyer. Don't let them pressure you into signing something and you're fucked because life happens. Lakeside Commons is not give a fuck. You're just a number to these people and you're just a fucking money bag waiting to be fucking sucked dry. And with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It is a long one, but um, yeah, OnlyFans episode coming soon. I love you guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to my rant.